When we finally got the approval, we thought, well, that's easy peasy. Just a few months and we'll be up and running. Cloud, that's nothing. Yeah, it took us two years. Welcome to the Amazing Apps Show for Microsoft business applications creators who want to make amazing, agile, Dynamics 365 and power platform applications that everyone will love. Welcome to episode 113 of the Amazing Applications Show. Hi everyone, this is your host, Neil Benson. This is the first in a series of episodes where I'm fortunate enough to spend a few moments with lots of presenters from the upcoming Scottish Summit Conference. It's being held this year in Glasgow, in Scotland, in June. That's right, it's an in-person conference in a world crying out for in-person connection and and hugs, frankly. I really wish I was going just for the hugs. Scottish Summit 2020 was my last international trip a couple of years ago. I flew from Brisbane to Dubai to Glasgow and back again in just one weekend to spend some time with thousands of you crazy Dynamics 365 and Power Platform people, and to give and receive lots of hugs from people I'd only ever met online before. Just before I introduce my first guest, I wanted to give a quick shout out to all the new Customary Academy students from the Power Platform School who have signed up for my Scrum for Microsoft Business Apps course. Power Platform School helps Black, Asian, and others from ethnic minority backgrounds launch their Microsoft business apps careers with accelerated learning, mentorship, and creates opportunities for them with amazing Microsoft partners. It's led by my MVP friend, Trisha Sinclair, who was on my show way back in episode 41, and I think is coming up in the next episode. We've already had our first Power Platform School graduate, Jakob Shenkuta, complete the course and achieve his Professional Scrum Master Level 1 certification with Scrum.org. Congratulations to Jakob and all the others coming right behind him. Customary is very proud to be able to support the Power Platform School. My guest in this episode is Vivian Voss. Vivian is a Dynamics 365 solution architect at Alpha People, and she's an expert in Dynamics 365 marketing, also really understands the sales and customer service apps as well. She's from Sonobo in southern Denmark, where she is a blogger, a conference presenter, obviously from Scottish Summit, and a co-founder of the new customer experience platform user group. Just after we recorded this episode, Vivian received her first Microsoft MVP award. Well done and well deserved, Vivian. You'll find links to all of Vivian's social profiles, her blog, and a sign-up link for the customer experience platform user group and a transcript of this episode at amazingapps.com dot show slash one one three. Like I said, this is the first in a series of interviews with some of the most interesting presenters who will be speaking at this year's Scottish Summit Conference. It's in person, it's in Glasgow, it's in June, and it's free. I'll make sure there's a link to that also in the show notes so you can go and sign up before those tickets sell out. Customary is delighted to be one of the sponsors of this year's event. And unfortunately, I can't make it, but look out for the 100 Customary staff who will be there representing customary on my behalf. They're Lego minifigure-sized people wearing kilts, so I hope you don't miss them. Half of the proceeds from Customary Academy's Scrum for Microsoft Business Apps course taken by Scottish Summit attendees will be donated to the Scottish Summit's official charities. If you've been thinking about enrolling in my course and you're going to be at Scottish Summit, then it's a great opportunity to help us raise thousands of pounds for some very worthy causes. 
Today's guest, Vivian, holds her professional Scrum Master certification and is a Customary Academy alumni. So let's get her onto the episode. Vivian, welcome to the Amazing Applications Podcast. It's great to have you on the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you very much, Neil, for inviting me. It is uh, it's an awesome opportunity to talk about my session. And so I wanted to get you onto the show to discuss your upcoming presentation at Scottish Summit. You're going to be sharing with us your experience migrating from CRM on-premises to Dynamics 365 online, which I understand was quite a mission for you, part of your recent career. So why don't you tell us all about your session at Scottish Summit? My session is called From the Basement to the Cloud on how to take your on-premises solution to Dynamics 365 CE. The idea, as you mentioned also before, it came from uh, actually my own experience of, uh, of a project I was working for two years on. So uh, in my previous workplace, we did take up a struggle uh, with the company to get them to understand the cloud is actually the way to go and uh, it's not as scary as everyone uh, might have thought uh, previously. Uh, so um, we actually, when we finally got the approval, we thought, well, that's easy peasy. Uh, just a few uh, few months and we'll be up and running. Cloud, that's, that's nothing. Yeah, it took us two years. We uh, wow. managed to go through all the ups and downs of a project. Uh, we managed to figure out which processes we want to use, Scrum, Waterfall, we, we, you name it. We were actually through it all actually ended up with Scrum that worked the best. We mm -hmm. also managed to lose some people in the process, gain some people in the process. But in the end, we actually managed to put up uh, a good project. Everything was successful. Implementation was successful. The reason why I created the session in Scottish Summit this year is also to bring out the ups and downs. But also, I've had sessions before last year in the Scottish Summit that talked about the, the good, the bad, the ugly of dynamics marketing. This year, I'm not doing the good, the bad, the ugly, but I'm kind of binding it into my session <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. to talk about how uh, how people go through and maybe learn from the mistakes that we did and uh, also celebrate the ups that we had uh, in the end. It will also be full of resources for people to use and uh, just take note of uh, when they are planning on their upgrades and also... Uh, would love a great feedback from other people if they're in the process or if they're starting. So to maybe get a bit of a discussion going there as well. I've been wondering how many on-premise customers there still are. I spoke with Seth Kircher, who leads the Microsoft Fast Track team in the Americas. Microsoft Fast Track engineering team offers a migration service to help customers. And I was asking him, is there anybody still using it? And he's like, yeah, there's still you know, customers going live online every week. And your company or your experience just goes to show that these projects are complicated. They take a long time. There's an approval aspect to it that can take a long time before the actual technical work starts. Was it a big company you were working with, with thousands of users? What led to the project taking two years, do you think? Yeah, I think the biggest thing was we decided to recreate a system that the company had been using for seven years at that point. They had a lot of legacy. They had a lot of upgrades, a lot of custom code. It was not that pretty. <laughs> and so we decided to start from scratch, which we actually thought in the start would take less time. But then you get into the processes of trying to make, make it the best product you can in the end. 
And then yeah. you start involving different departments and uh, having them to align that, which was also one, uh, one learning that we took from it was that it's not that easy to get people to actually <laughs> align and be uh, on the same page all the time. There was a lot of people management uh, as much as there was about the technology. So that was definitely a learning from that side. But uh, we also had, it's a global company with around 750 users, Dynamics okay. CE users at the moment. And uh, it is all over the world. Bit of a problem was trying to figure out how to get best performance for everyone. Knowing that our yeah, servers, our tenant is located in Europe. Then uh, people in Australia, for example, also should get the best performance as possible. Those were little quirks that needed to be also smoothed out. Was that a difficult decision whether to just lift your existing implementation, upgrade it, and put it onto the Microsoft servers? You decided to not do that. It sounds like you've decided to do a, a new implementation and maybe just migrate some data at the end. Was that a difficult decision to make or was it pretty clear that a new deployment would be the best option for you? I wouldn't actually say it was a difficult decision because the problems we were having in on-premise version were always leading back to some custom codes or something back to the CRM version 2011. And we knew that if we, if we would just lift the same product up to cloud, we will once again get some weird error codes that Microsoft takes months to figure out. Uh, so we decided, nope, <laughs> we're done with that. There was the same problem also with our different integrations. We had click dimensions as marketing automation, and they were all pulling back to some errors from CRM 2011 that we hadn't seen in five years. Uh, yeah. Then it was, oh God, if we also have to deal with that uh, in the cloud, then it's going to be a nightmare. That's why we decided to take a clean cut and actually also remove as much as possible of the custom code then, uh, and make it as, yeah. Now I say standard, I actually hate that word, mostly because standard is so wide, so broad, and can mean so many different things to people. Right. But uh, to leave it on the basic, <laughs> as basic as possible for Microsoft levels. It's funny, I've, I've had some of my customers say, oh, we'll, we'll just use the standard processes that Microsoft has got for opportunity management or case management. It doesn't really have much. There's a bunch of features, <laughs> but there's no best practice built into Dynamics. It's pretty much a, a clean slate. You have to create those business processes yourself. Exactly. It is. Uh, Microsoft has given you the tools, but uh, there isn't really an end-to-end -end process that you can follow. Your company was using CRM 2011 for a long time and had decided not to upgrade and then 10 years later, decided to migrate to the cloud. What do you think led to deferring that decision for such a long time? Yeah, it's a private company here in Denmark, owned by Ben Jensen. And I think it is, has to something to do with the fact that people don't trust cloud if they're a bit further away from technology. They have a, I would actually call it a false sense of security regarding the servers and the machines that you see in films that nicely blink, give you a Christmas feeling uh, every time you look at movies. It has a feeling that if it's, if it's in my basement, then, then it's okay. Then nothing's going to happen to it. I have the control. But if you say, okay, I'm giving the control over to Microsoft or I'm putting it away from myself and it's like, 
oh my God, but what happens if, if something breaks or, or what, what if they mess up? I, I can't do anything. But it's kind of to figure out how, how much you actually have those breakdowns yourself or how much work you put into maintaining and money to it. So we made it kind of clear <laughs> to them where we took the pros and cons and we figured out this is what you're actually paying to have it in the, in your basement. And this is what you're paying for cloud. And here is the downtime that Microsoft has said that their products have had. And here is the downtime that we have had in the past month. Oh, well, that's an <laughs> so, interesting comparison. So here, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, and that was actually the turning point when they figured out that they could save a lot of money, plus it was actually more secure in the, in the cloud. What type of audience should come along and participate in your presentation? How technical is it going to be? Are you going to be doing demonstrations or is it a, a more of a business-oriented uh, session you're going to be running? Actually, it started or built up from uh, the session I did at the South Coast Summit here in October, where it was 20 minutes and that was fully business perspective, figuring out what processes and so on. But now that I have 50 minutes, all in all, I've decided Ooh. to uh, put it put it kind of mixed together. It, it is still taking the business aspect of it, but it's also giving you the idea of what it is uh, technically. Putting it all together, but it is level 200. Uh, so you need to have uh, a bit of understanding of the CRM in general, but it's not going to go that technical that the business uh, managers or product owners or people are going to be very bored because they're going to see a bunch of code and uh, and customization that they have no clue about. So it's kind of made to uh, fit into a wider audience. And tell me about your participation in the, in the kind of wider Microsoft community. You and I have known each other online for years, and this is the first time we get to, to catch up. And you've been participating in some other conferences and things. I'm really interested to hear your story. Yeah, actually, it was the start of 2021 when I decided, okay, when I got the, I got accepted for Scottish Summit last year to make a session, and uh, there I met Sarah Lagerqvist from uh, Sweden. She was actually my mentor for the Scottish Summit session, and uh, she got me involved in different groups of people that are very active, where I made new friends, made new connections, and I really started craving the feeling that there, there is a being part of uh, the whole Dynamics community, and. Kind of that is where everything exploded actually right after Scottish Summit this year was that I decided I started up my own blog and started to writing about Dynamics 365 marketing and CE and uh, also speaking as many places as I have found that's relevant to both CE and marketing. Not putting myself uh, into other places yet, but who knows what the future might bring. And uh, recently, actually, a month, a few months ago, we, uh, me and the Guru Fellow started a user group with, actually came from the Microsoft Ignite the session where they pronounced the customer experience platform of not new products, but actually uh, reforming their existing products and actually making an end-to-end -end process. And we, none of us actually knew that there was a user group based on Dynamics Marketing or anything to put those together. So we actually had um, our first session on the 15th of December. We had 20 people all in all attending. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was amazing. People were so great feedback. Uh, 
And it could also, you get the feeling that people were missing such a forum. And that is always great to hear when you're starting something yeah. up, uh, especially if it's such a new thing. I have tried to keep myself busy, trying to uh, keep going with it, met a lot of amazing people, and I've uh, figured out how to make my job and my uh, my hobby or my passion to kind of match or uh, mix together, and I'm uh, I'm loving it. So there's a lot of support and participation for, I guess, Dynamics 365 Business Central started life as Navision in Denmark. Exaptas had a big presence there, and now it's Dynamics 365 mm. Finance and Operations. Is it the same for Dynamics 365 Customer Engagement or the, or the new Customer Experience platform? Is there a strong, healthy community behind that in Denmark? Yes, we have a, we have a user group for CRM uh, that has actually... It has been over 10 years. Uh, it has actually been uh, very active. We have over 200 companies that is uh, involved. But, and we have uh, had the sessions quarterly, meetups uh, in, this, uh, in the user group until Corona hit. Then uh, it got a bit, bit iffy how we could meet up. We have had a few online, but uh, hasn't been that much of a success because everyone else has been struggling with Corona and trying to figure out how to do things. But we did actually start them up again here in uh, November. I had the possibility of meet up again. I have found such pleasure in seeing different user groups meeting up again after 20 and 2021 and yeah. then posting pictures or showing the sessions how happy people are to meet again. It's such a pleasure to see. And it was the same yeah. for us where uh, we had a whole day session and it, it was amazing. Yeah, we had the same here in, in Brisbane and uh, just on... The road at the Gold Coast, we had in-person meetings the first time, and it was great. It just felt good to share some experiences, share some technical presentations, some news about what's happening, yeah. and then just have a beer. We had a pub quiz, and yeah, just some fun. Good, good to meet people in our industry and celebrate meeting in person again. The South Coast Summit the event, that was the first one in person after COVID. That was my first session where uh, and. Uh, conference where I actually met the people that I had met online a few a few years before. I've been talking online for two years every day, basically, and just get to meet them. And it, it's funny how you know the people, but when you meet them, you still kind of don't know them. So <laughs> that, that was that was a really, really weird feeling in the start to say, hey, I am, oh yeah, I know you. And, uh, and, and actually getting to know each other on a different way as well. So that that's that's pretty cool. There's always somebody who looks exactly like their LinkedIn profile picture. There's always somebody who looks nothing like theirs. People who are taller in real life or shorter in real life. It's funny. Yeah, exactly. I remember my first community presentation. One of my first was actually in Copenhagen. It was at a Microsoft Dynamics conference called Convergence Europe. It would have been 2007 or eight, maybe, presenting on how. Dynamics CRM 3.0 can cure cancer. <laughs> I had a, wow. a skin cancer clinic in London using Dynamics to record the photographs of people who had um, skin cancer and uh, had their lesions detected by professors who were logging in all over the world. We are also starting off a Nordic summit that we actually had to postpone last year due to COVID restrictions, but we are planning another Nordic summit or a new one uh, here in September 2022, where we're 
taking uh, people from all the Nordic countries that uh, we can find uh, with a bunch of MVP, Microsoft MVPs and the like, active people from the community coming together and creating something cozy for Nordic with a Nordic yeah. feeling and uh, hoping to to have it have something that we can actually just kind of rotate around the Nordic countries where uh, once a year we could meet up somewhere and have our own conference there. So that cool. we're also working on uh, and hope to fingers crossed <laughs> that we can manage to have it uh, have it hold uh, in, in September 22. Vivian, yes. can you tell us a little bit more about your blog as well? What kind of topics do you write about on your blog? Uh, I started my blog actually a few years ago uh, when I started getting a few years ago. Well, that's actually seven years ago now when I started getting interested in the Dynamics world, the CRM and how, how things are and actually used the blog to uh, teach myself uh, all the things I figured out with uh, different products. And if there were some problems, then I wrote there, but it actually never was something I put a lot of effort in until I decided this year to just go for it. I took uh, a 90-day mentoring course from our all well-known uh, New Zealand Dynamics 365 guy, <laughs> Smith. And he also mentioned how he did, how his blogging has been. And uh, then I thought, okay, I'll just try. I'll just push myself, put some goals and, uh, and have uh, managed to follow through so far with focusing primarily on Dynamics 365 marketing. And right. the the CE products, figuring out what the tricks are, what the t uh, tips are, if there has been some downfalls, if there are new things. Also fun with, uh, but still figuring out the same way, kind of teaching myself of new functionality and then writing out to maybe people that could be, so things about that could be confusing. But that has also actually been a great way for me to acquaint myself with different people from the community. For example, Ma Megan Walker and Amy Holden that have um, both the legends of Dynamics 365 marketing. They've had a lot of inspiration from them. And there's also really good resources here in Denmark uh, from Microsoft Denmark, uh, who also focus on the areas also from the customer experience platform. Great stuff. Well, for those of you listening, we're going to post links to Vivian's blog and her LinkedIn profile and to her session coming up at Scottish Summit in a couple of weeks. It's called From the Basement to the Cloud, Your Journey from CRM On-Premise to Dynamics 365 CE. Uh, Vivian Voss, thanks so much for joining us from Southern Denmark uh, and good luck with your presentation at Scottish Summit. Thank you very much, Neil. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening to the Amazing Apps podcast. You can join the show's mailing list at amazingapps.show. You'll get a personalized welcome video from yours truly and a notification when there's a new episode available. There are also shortcuts so you can follow the show on all major podcast players. And you can follow Amazing Apps Show on Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. You can send me a message or a voicemail if you'd like your question answered on a future episode and even support the show through Buy Me A Coffee or by buying an Amazing Apps t-shirt. Visit amazingapps.show. Thanks again for listening. I really appreciate you. Until next time, take care and keep sprinting. <laughs>